Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. And welcome to part four of the podcast. We're going to pick up here where we left off yesterday. If you'd like to become a patron and get all of our episodes in full on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Support at any level there. We have levels that start at just $5 a month. We'll get you all of our full episodes without this pitch to the patrons on Sunday night in full. Remember, you can also go to offendedpodcast.com. You can go there, buy some merch. That'll give you something cool, and it'll also give us a little something to keep the lights on over here at You Have Offended This Podcast main headquarters. Check us out on our social media. At Twitter, we are at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, you can just search You Have Offended This Podcast, and you'll find us there. You can interact with us there. We'll answer your questions. You can give us movies that you'd like to see, favorite scenes, favorite actors, actresses, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. So check those things out. Please become a patron. If you can't do that, give us a rating. Give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you download your podcasts. That's a huge help. Or at the very least, if you could just tell a few friends about us, that would be awesome too. Thanks very much. And enjoy part four of the podcast. Okay, I'm Tom Cruise. Slow. No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm Zoe Deschanel. No, I'm not. I'm Zoe I'm fucking... Deschanel. <laughs> I'm Grimace from the McDonald's land. What the fuck? This is getting out of hand, sir. I'm not him. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. I'm Motan singer Marvin Gaye. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm pop singer Nick Jonas. <laughs> But it's a it's a it's a it's a good little setup where you know he listens in on their plan you know and then kind of moves on and then uh, Lo Wei the inspector goes back to uh, the Chinese Chen school, school here. and yeah. has a little talking to the people and again he you're out of time really, give me Chen yeah he's like basically you better give me Chen because these Japanese guys are gonna have my ass so. The whole if they thing have my ass, I'm going to have your ass. I'm gonna if I have, have my ass, ass, they're going to have your ass. And everybody's ass is going to be had. They, they could have just made that scene with uh, Lil Wei saying, hey, shit rolls downhill, give me chin, <laughs> paste, <laughs> right? and then he just walks out. <laughs> Can you imagine that scene? Hey, give me chin, shit rolls downhill, I don't get him, you guys get fucked. I'm out. Yeah, yeah I'm out. Just tap you his chest twice, give him the peace sign, pop, pop, out! Like that plant in the corner. <laughs> It's not bad. Like it's it's not bad the whole little exchange. I like I like how they kind of build the tension with it. Like where's yeah. Chen? What's going on? You know, Chen's basically gone rogue. He's not asked for or asking for help from anyone in the school. He's not telling them what he's doing. He's basically just going out, beating ass, murdering people and leaving them strung up in the fucking streets for the, the street uh, and- authorities to find the next day. Yeah, I think, and he's trying to, in his mind, leave them out of the loop because they don't know where he is. They don't know what he's doing. They have plausible deniability, I guess, with respect to the police and the Japanese, which was his plan from the get-go. Yeah. But it's not working because nobody believes that they don't know where he is. Neither the police nor the Japanese believe that they're not in on it, which is why we get what happens coming up here very soon. Uh, the, the whole Japanese crew is like, well, fuck them. Let's go kill everybody and don't leave anybody alive. And then we're the only ones and no one's there to tell them that we did it. So fuck them. Let's go kill everybody. But I mean, like we've talked about this 
many times about competing dojos and dojo storming and how that was a legit thing. Like you, your, your reputation as being the toughest school or the best school really came down to your last fight. And this happened, this happened a lot. This happened in, in the United States with my teachers in the sixties. Like, you know, they, they were talking about, Oh yeah, we'd be working out. The door would open and a bunch of guys would come flying in and we didn't like class that night would be a fight. Like, you know, guys would just come in. It's like, who wants to go? The Chin Fung school of fucking Brockton (laughs) is in the house. And it'd be like, what the fuck? And there'd be just like a literal fucking fist fight. Yeah. Well, and that's even with jujitsu. Like, they, oh, it's the gentle art, and oh, we all want to get along. And no, 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 no. Like, jujitsu started with the Gracie family showing up at different dojos and being like, who's the toughest motherfucker here? Come fight me. Like, yeah. They would dojo storm. They would fight dudes on the beach. Like, they would just start fights and test, quote unquote, test their art. Yes. They just go beat the fuck out of people. And yeah. That's the, the actual history of, <laughs> of what martial arts and jujitsu, karate, all, all of them is, is go fight well one of my one of my old teachers the story was he walked into dojo in the in the 60s big long fucking hair on him right looked like a hippie and was talking to one of my other teachers and basically said oh you teach martial arts here he goes yeah this is the school and the hippie just reached out and slapped the teacher across the face and said (laughs) well you didn't block that and the teacher turned around (laughs) and beat the shit out of him like punched and kicked he goes you're not blocking any of this and then threw him out on the street and uh (laughs) said yeah you didn't block fuck all there and anyway the student then went and got a haircut and shaved and then came back a couple months later and joined the dojo and the teacher never knew that it was him like oh really never knew it was the same guy yeah yeah so he had hair down to his ass and a big beard and anyway shaved it cleaned himself up showed up the dojo and uh and joined and became like fucking, I don't know, wrenchy or six degree black belt or some shit like that. So fuck, yeah, a lot of time. Good in. Yeah, good, good on, on him, him for sure. <laughs> we get the uh, the scene here now where Bruce dresses up in his phone repairman suit. They get the quick scene of him cutting the telephone wire outside, yes, and then going inside and pretending like immediately. to fix the phone. Yes. Like, you can't fix the phone when you cut the phone line from outside. Like, what the well, fuck? Well, yeah, but those guys don't know. But it's funny because he, he fucking cut the line and he walks in and the guy's, he's like, hi, I'm here from the phone company. And the guy's like, where have you been? He said, I just like, got my order. I just got my orders right now. I just cut the line like fucking 10 seconds ago. Again, I'm surprised you fucking know that the phone's not working. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's got that little disguise. And we get the, the Petrov demonstration here. Yeah. Which is hysterical. Because these guys are jumping on him. And the, the scene where he slams the nails through the board is hilarious. Yeah. Because he takes yeah. a ton of time on the first nail. And I'm like, okay, this yeah. is kind of cool. And he drives the first nail in. But then he drives like eight more nails in in about 60 seconds. Like, pop, 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 yeah. pop, pop. I'm like, what happened to the yeah. concentration? Like, how is this hard yeah. now? Like, that's styrofoam. Well, once you break the first one, then, you know, you're fine. Yeah. But once you break it's, the seal. Uh... And then he bends it, a very clearly right. rubber fucking pipe around his arm. Yeah, basically... I'm not even going to fault it. I mean, they're, no, it's all, it they're looks doing fine. things. Like, he's bending it around his arm, and it's fucking the tip's jiggling. Like The he's tip's jiggling, and it's it's bending in his hand. Yeah, it's like, bending. Like, where he's holding it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all right. But Bruce, Bruce has got his thick glasses on and his little hat and his disguise, and he's basically just watching this Russian guy, taking notes, taking notes for later. 
figuring out how to beat his ash. Petrov bends this big iron bar here. Oh, which is clearly like metal and reflective. And then when they cut to the and then to the gimmick pipe, like it's gray like foam. it's fucking gray foam. Like the lighting <laughs> changes dramatically, and while he's bending it, the fucking thing is wobbling around like a spent dick. Like it's fucking ridiculous. It's all right, you know. But it's 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 good. It's like you know they're basically showing that he's incredibly strong. Yeah, um, he does a strong man show, and then the little dojo owner gets Bruce to fix this phone outside where he's watching Petrov and then takes him into the back into Yoshida's office. Yeah, Bruce Lee's disguise is he just keeps making this fucking stunned look on his face with a big smile. Like he's like he's just slightly mentally defective. Like yep. he's just like ah. slouched all forward. <laughs> this, yeah. With his stupid shit eating grin. Um, <laughs> just this just look of complete and total ignorance. But he gets uh, he gets taken through the whole place. Yep, taken through the place, taken into Yoshida's office here. But he's getting the lay of the land here. He sees the garden, the little Japanese yes. garden here, where we have our final fight later on. And he gets sort of the, the, the outlay of the, I, I don't want to say the camp, but it's the offices and the the buildings of Yoshida and the school and whatnot. This, so is, he, this is a great little handmade set, man. Like It's awesome, it's, dude. This looks wicked really really good like you can tell that they're indoors like okay you can you can basically you know there is like there's absolutely no wind there's no ambient kind of sound at all um they're on a sound stage but i i know i said it before but i just have to reiterate the just amount of work that went into the entire set design of this film I, i i thought it was awesome yeah it's tremendous and uh, Chen goes in here to the office where Yoshida and Suzuki are talking, and he's fucking with the phone and taking the bottom off of it and quote-unquote fixing it. But very quickly, as Yoshida and Suzuki are discussing strategy, Yoshida's like, stop! And he gives the look like, let's wait till this fucking moron gets out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the acting is actually quite good just because he kind of subtly looks at him as he reaches and takes a little haul on his fucking smoke. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, hold on here. Uh, yeah, let's, let's go. Um, the still on backwards, cracks me up. I can't, again, I can't not see it now that I know it's there. The big Jesus. stupid stiff part up on his now I see chest. It. Every single time it cracks totally me up. I totally see it. How would you fucking bend forward? Like, <laughs> you wouldn't. It's dumb. Sometimes when they're fighting, the the like the part that's up on their chest is is hard. It's like a, like a, a board in it. It's plastic now, but it'll yes. flop over when they bend over forward. Like it flops over on them. It's hilarious. <laughs> well, sometimes when it's freezing cold, like when it's freezing cold, like I'll actually take my my robe and I'll put it on backwards so I can take a shit and and stay warm. <laughs> um, so now. That's all I'm actually thinking about is these guys wearing their hakamas and me wearing my house going on backwards, trying to fucking rock a shit in the middle of the fucking winter. <laughs> uh, yes, shit appropriate clothing. All right, good shit. to know. Yeah, that's just a that's just a shit hack for you there. <laughs> so they, uh, the the school people here go out to the graveyard where where Yuan found Chen before, but he is not there anymore the the students and the instructor now the head instructor is looking for or i should say are looking for chen but he's not there so they need to uh, figure out where he's going and what he has done 
And now the Japanese crew are all going over to fucking murder all the Chinese students. Oh, man. They are fucking walking with purpose. Like, yeah, they're they walking all, with intent. They're walking like Riker fucking going through the deck of the Enterprise. <laughs> like he's trying to push open an imaginary door with his forehead. Like they're all fucking strutting and moving. And, uh, yeah, they, they're, they're walking with some uh, serious intent here. And it looks pretty cool. It does look pretty cool. And, and of course, they, Chen they all leave. And go to kill the students, and Chen shows back up at the Japanese school. Like, they literally just miss each other. Yeah. And and Bruce Lee is angry, man. He's got his oh. head bent forward. He's basically Mad staring son. at everything through his, you know, through his eyebrows. And it's it's good. I, I love how he walks in, and there's, like, a cleaning crew cleaning the dojo. And yeah. he walks in and is like, all right, listen, uh, you janitors, I know you're in here to clean. I'm here to fucking kill everybody. Uh, I'm going to give you the chance to get the fuck out because I'm going to beat some ass. And they don't leave. <laughs> anybody and, who stays behind yeah, is getting their yeah, ass cut. Yeah. <laughs> anybody who stays behind is going to get this little kung fu slipper right up their ass. <laughs> so scram! <laughs> and, you know, honestly, yeah, scram! Honestly, there's like, there's like fucking six guys, right? Yeah. And they're basically like... Oh well, I, what the fuck? I mean, I'm. I, 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 why would we fucking run from this one guy? And then he just fucking yep. starts pounding them. This is a pretty decent fight scene, man. Like it's it's he pretty good. Beats the fuck out of these dudes. When he's got one guy, he pushes up in the pole, and he's basically uppercutting his stomach like yep. he did with why, 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 why. He's ripping yep. the punches in, and that dude runs up behind him, and he wheel kicks him. <laughs> yep. like while he's punching one guy in front of him he's kicking the guy behind him like it's yep. it's awesome it's he does great. a little forehead stomp and the grind with the intensity on yeah, the face man. i like that he beats these fucking asses he throws the coffee table at a dude <laughs> i like throws that a fucking coffee table yeah i i really like that like little practical side of it but he does make short work of these janitors which could be you know, like a lot of times, if you wanted to be a student and you didn't have money, you could yeah, work you, as a... There's a lot of people that, that did that. Like, you yep. know, cleaning the dojo and washing uniforms, wringing out fucking towels. Like, a lot of that shit happened. Yep, and that's that's your, your dues paid for the month if you do that every day. Yeah. So, but then Suzuki comes out here, and we get the sort of boss battle between Chen and Suzuki. And this is, the, this is an okay little fight. Like, Bruce is... I gotta say... Bruce's fight noises in this movie got jacked up a little bit. Yeah. Because they're very like, ow, whoa, whoa, like They're very over the top. But it's cool. Like, this is a, a very unequal fight in that Suzuki has a goddamn samurai sword and Bruce is fighting him barehanded. Yeah. Like, I, I forget which film we were watching. We were watching, dude, we watched so much fucking shit. Um, <laughs> it was a documentary and they actually were talking about this scene and basically it was... It was, it was, I think it was on Japanese and Okinawan weapons and they were like, uh, Psy versus sword and blah, blah, blah. And then they came down to this one and said, you know, sword versus empty hand. And they're like, yeah, you're fucking dead, but yeah, you're, I don't you give know, a fuck who you are. We'll, we'll give a breakdown of the fight scene anyway, which they do. And it's all right. But you know, it, uh, this is one of the things that I thought was a little fake where he kicks the sword in the air basically yeah. does like a tie clinch on Suzuki bends him over and when the sword comes down it hits him in the middle of the back and goes right through his chest goes so through him at a slight angle yeah 
But and then he punches him in the face with a very obvious miss punch, which yeah. I wish they kind of did again. But whatever, no big deal. You know, he kills Suzuki here with the sword. He fucks up a couple of dudes on the way out. Yeah, those dudes didn't even really stand a chance. Like he no. opens the door, and the two of them are like, "Bah!" and he's just like, "Bah!" bah and they're fuck, they're fucking gone. Which was uh, which was cool. And then pretty great. Uh, he uh, has a little showdown with henchmen. I forget that guy's name. But, That's the bodyguard you know. there. Yeah, like he, he walks yeah. in, and three of them are in this little courtyard here, and. Uh, one of the guys, like, the, the bodyguard is like, hey, who are you? And he goes, I'm yeah. Chen. And he goes, you're Chen? <laughs> yeah, you're Chen? Oh, and shit. then they just try and beat him. And Chen fucks all three of these dudes up hard. So you're the one that's been causing all this trouble. Uh, yeah, it's, it's good. There's great. a couple. I, the, the thing is, like, he does a couple fucking just raw fucking haymakers to some of oh, these yeah. guys. That look really good. Like, that previous one with Suzuki, like, it clearly misses and you're yep. like nah but he does he does some of these just like where they amp up the sound it's like whoop, 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 and you're just like you feel those fucking hits uh it's really it's good pretty, it's pretty awesome and then the, the bodyguard does that i'm gonna put my hands my fists in my armpits and fists and run at you yes and yes yes bruce does the drop down fucking dcp the fucking double cock punch just pop pop yeah just boom drops him out with the dcp and that's a wrap on him and then uh Petrov and Suzuki are standing up there, and Suzuki goes to fight, but Petrov's like, no, I got this. Not Suzuki, um, what's his name? Yeah. Petrov. Yes, but Suzuki's already dead. This is uh, boss. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, that's Yoshida, I'm sorry, yeah. Yeah. Yoshida and Petrov are there, and uh, yeah, Petrov takes over and goes down, and he's kind of popping his suspenders like an asshole. Yeah. And Bruce takes his shirt off, and then they have a little square-off fight here. This is a decent little fight. I don't mind this fight at all. Yeah, I don't mind it either. It's uh, it's a different fight. Like, this guy's fighting more. You would expect a Russian strongman to fight. Um, yeah. You know, they basically take a few minutes and circle each other. And Bruce Lee does the oh-so-famous thumb across the nose, which... Yep. Why do I love that? Why do I love that so much? I don't know, but I love it to death. I love it a lot. Like, every time he does that in every movie, I'm like, oh, he did that thing where he thumbs his nose. I love it. Like, it's just, (laughs) (laughs) do you bite your thumb at me, sir? Um, I just just fucking love it. His hands are really faster. He does that cool little quick punch, 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 pop, pop, pop thing that he does with Chuck Norris in Return of the Dragon later. Yeah, he really does that. It's kind of like he's working a speed bag almost. Yeah. Um, He takes I do like the little the little single leg Captain Kirk flip. And then he literally stands yeah. up straight yeah. and does yeah. a crescent kick. Yeah. Yeah. Whap. <laughs> and then drops to a knee and throws a hook punch. Pretty great. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, you know, it's not one of my, like, again, it's not one of my favorites. That's the thing. Like when I'm in the mood for Bruce Lee, I'm like, Oh shit. I, I usually would watch like Bruce and Bob wall or yeah. Bruce and Chuck or in the alley side kicking a fucking extra, you know, across <laughs> onto the, the next second screen. Like if my, my TV's 16 by nine, but it could be like 48 by nine and the guy would still be flying. <laughs> <laughs> like he really fucking wrote him off. But then we get that cool trailing blur effect of him doing the circles with his arms, which was quite famous and used in the last dragon as Bruce yep. Leroy's inspiration. I quite like that. I do want to quickly mention Petrov caught him in a nice little arm lock that Bruce got out of by biting his ankle. Yeah, That was kind of cool. But then, yeah, we get the trailing thing, which I dig a lot. And Bruce does a a good little hoppy jab here 
after Petrov yeah. is, is booming. Like, he hits him with a, a jab, a jab, and then a triple jab. Pop, pop, pop. Yeah. yeah, which, I mean, really showcases his, his speed really, really well. Like, there's, there's, a lot, there's a lot to like about this fight scene. There really is. Yeah, he a nice lead right hook that's real quick. It's, it's nice. And he, he does that little pose where he flexes everything and shows off all his muscles and shit because that's what Bruce did. Yeah, he gives a sidekick, which knocks him to the ground, but he doesn't do, like, those, like, in the next film. The, he does a couple of sidekicks in the next film. Like, he does two sidekicks that yeah. really fucking light a guy up. And he does one here, and it knocks Petrov down, but it he didn't he didn't fucking get in and fully extend on that sidekick. So no. it's, it's not, it's not super bad like his other but they cut they cut the edit so you see the impact and then petrov goes down and then he grabs it's all slow motion and they grab the hair and then the the karate chop to the to the throat piece there and kills petrov when the boss is off in the very very distance of that where he throws the the (laughs) chop and he just fucking slinks out of frame like he slinks out it is so funny like it's pretty awesome I, i I fucking love that scene. Whether it was intended to be comedic or not, it works. It works as as a guy like I better get the fuck out of here, but it also works comedically. It works both ways. So, whichever way that low way intended it, it works. This it's whole so fight good. scene works comedically cuz that works comedically and then Yoshida grabs the sword. Yes. And again, we have a bare hand versus sword fight. Yeah. Uh, although Bruce does grab that big piece of wood, but Yoshida ch- chops the fuck out of that pretty quick. Uh, it looks real, like it's probably foam, but it actually yeah. sells. It sells good because Yoshida just starts chopping the. F- it's like a four by four, and he's yeah. just like slip, 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 slip. And he's well, not a four by four, maybe a two by two. No, but I think the 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 foley sells that really well too. Yeah, like it's it's pretty good. And then Bruce throws the rice into his eyes, which I liked, and pulls the nunchucks out. Yeah, this is actually this is actually good. Anytime Bruce has the nunchucks, it's always entertaining. Yeah, I'm a happy guy if Bruce has nunchucks. Yeah, and I'm very happy with this. But just to reiterate, I uh, it's not my favorite nunchuck scene. Like, there's a lot of things in this that it's oh, it's not my favorite fighting. It's not my favorite nunchucks. And that's not to say that it's bad. It's it's just I've seen Bruce do better sidekicks. I've seen him do better this, better that. Things that I just prefer. That's all. Yep, this is really good. But it's not my favorite. It's not the best. And it's it's also a little bit tainted because I've seen this a thousand times. And well, yeah. this this final little bit here, Bruce cracks him in the head a couple of times, knocks the sword out of his hand. And then for this last little bit here, like, the sword goes flying. Bruce throws the nunchucks down in anger and wants Defiance, to go hand to hand to finish it. And Bruce beats the fuck out of him here for a bit, takes a punch. But then Yoshida and him jump up in the air. Yeah. And Bruce kicks him in the neck and Yoshida goes flying backwards, slow motion on a wire, out yeah. through the fucking yeah. door, out through yeah. the thing, into the garden. Like, yeah. <laughs> he like, goes flying 30 feet. Yeah, he's... <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, which basically kills him. And Bruce Lee comes out rage Cajun. Oh, he's just, Superman. Rah! But he's dinner than a kipper on a cracker. He's so mad. But then he kills every... He realizes, like... Uh, Again, like you said, all of the emotions on the face of Bruce changing from, like, I'm super mad to, holy shit, I killed everybody, to, fuck, everything, my whole life just fell apart. Yeah. Like, now everything like that I wanted committed is committed a lot of murder, and he just basically looks up at the sky, and he's just <laughs> exhausted. He's like, he's like Christian Bale in American Psycho. I've killed a lot <laughs> yeah. of people! I've killed a lot of people! 
Is that a but wait, I had dinner with Suzuki just last week. What? <laughs> <laughs> I just need him to go on a, a little a little rant about Huey Lewis in the news is really underrated yeah. as a band. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, it's, it's 1910, so maybe it's like, hey, everyone's talking about doing the boogie-woogie and turning themselves around. <laughs> um, which I think is an allegory for this fucking wheel kick. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's it's good. It's a good, it's a good, it's a good end. Yeah, they go back to the school here, and fucking everybody's dead. Men, women, children, animals, pigs, dogs, cats, stoats, goats, giraffes, yeah. cells, they're all fucking dead. Yeah. The people that had gone up to the graveyard to try and find Chen come back and find everybody fucking dead. I think there's one guy that's alive. And the one guy that's alive is going to be used as a witness of who actually killed everybody because the japanese people weren't supposed to leave anybody alive yeah but they did there's one guy everybody else is fucking dead and when they they wrap this up here and look around and try and find everybody else nobody else is alive there's just that one dude so chen then shows up after everybody goes back downstairs and is like jesus christ everybody's dead what the fuck like holy shit it's just us now chen shows up and that this is where we get kind of the the conclusion and wrap up of the movie well yeah there there's I think this part really showcases all the stuff that we've talked about thus far. Like you get the movie does well at, at kind of giving you everything that you've seen up to this point, right? Cause it explains they're in Shanghai, the Japanese occupation, the war with the school, the inspector, the stakes are reiterated again. There's one, like you said, there's one witness alive. Yep. He's not doing well and they really need him to pull through so they can actually point fingers at that it was the Japanese school that actually sent them over here. So they do they do a a decent job story-wise at basically catching everything up and and letting the audience know what's at stake, which is essentially these people are the underdogs and if the unless they have substantiating evidence, they're they're just going to basically all get arrested or the school get closed or both. And that concludes part four of the podcast. Come back tomorrow for the exciting conclusion, part five. If you'd like to get the entire podcast on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Patrons get the full show Sunday night without any ads. If you don't want to become a patron, you can go to offendedpodcast.com. Buy some merch there. That'll get you something cool to wear and rep the podcast you know you love. And we get a bit of money, too, to help us keep the lights on here. Please follow us on social media. At Twitter, we're at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, just search You Have Offended This Podcast. You can interact with us there. Leave us your favorite movies, your favorite scenes, any questions you have, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. Please rate and review us wherever you download your podcasts. Ratings and reviews really help us, particularly on iTunes if you could. That would be awesome. Make sure to tell your friends, family, loved ones, and hated ones about this podcast. More listens mean more downloads means it's better for everybody. So thanks very much for helping. Come back tomorrow for part five, and we will be back in your ears very soon.